shiny and weird looking. They looked like they were metal. Anyway, they were experimenting there with uh, digitally uh, laser light would digitally burn a track in that record as a as the laser disc went around. But it wouldn't like etch it. It would well, actually it, it etched it with burned it in with light. So there was little rivets and bumps. Kind of, yeah. And there's little uh, analog. Or it was encoded into the structure of the clear. It's impregnated medium. somehow in the damn in the clear medium in the disc. Like you could do if it was like a crystal. You could encode information into the. I think they only had one side back in the days. And then you use a the eye like in a CD player or a Blu-ray player, like, you know, that reads through the, it reads the light to create information. Yeah, I don't know. You know, somebody smart knows well, how, how that works, but it's amazing how it's referenced to light and information in a clear medium. Look it up sometime on how they make it or whatever that show is. It's amazing. Pretty cool how they do that because that goes back to life. But they they had labs, you know, their labs would be like twice the size of this garage in a big building. Mm -hmm. They'd have different doors you could go in, but you had to have a hazmat shit on, like booties on and hair nets and shit. And I said they don't microns. They were dealing with microns of dust particles in there, creating the first. They would go down laser and see how many microns of dust particles there is in the air. What'd they call it? What? The first laser disc? Yeah, a laser disc. And it's still that way now. They just call it a DVD or CD. Compact disc. The CD is yeah. pretty much a CD that you put music on, like on the car. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was. Just instead of music, it was information. Yeah, to actually transmit a movie through the cables, through the RCA cables, to the television, from just an eye, reading, that's a fascinating. So imagine, these Bluetooth things you put Imagine the people that talk about getting information from the crystal skulls. Bluetooth shit, you transfer them <laughs> to your, yeah. your TV and shit. That's fucking just phenomenal if you could even. And nowadays, They've been doing DNA storage, which sounds weird, but like crystal, or like these, whatever the compact disks are made of, this clear plastic that can store data, DNA can store data. And so they're saying they could put all the known... How do they store DNA where it don't spoil? I know, it's fascinating. Know. You have to you keep it alive. You think time... That's the problem. Time. So if you needed a DNA storage facility, you'd have to keep it alive. It's like plant samples, you know, and stuff. I don't know how they keep them from going bad. Sterilizing mm -hmm. or whatever the word is. But so with DNA storage, they could put all of the collective knowledge of humanity into elephants. Well, they got <laughs> several of them things around the world in different places that there's two or three of them in Europe, I think, or more. So, I don't know. I, I, uh, I've seen them on TV where they underground silos, things, or where they have mm -hmm. just fucking looks like a big library and nothing but. But so if we can encode plant storage and they got plants that haven't, that aren't around anymore. Yeah. That they don't want to start them again because they're afraid they'll get ruined. <clears throat> so if we can encode a film, the information of a film, into... What, what your original question was, what is electronics? If, uh, when you get into circuit boards and that kind of stuff... Oh yeah, the motherboard. There's many, many different parts, the little plug-in things, and each one of them little tiny things does different things. And, you know... And it operates... It's reaction. It operates a it, knowledge. It's reaction to the energy coming into it. Hello. Put out. Hi, honey. What's Hi. up, Kelly? Not too much. So, so if we can put information into a CD, 
That's close yeah. to the end of the chair. But if we didn't have the thing to read the CD, we wouldn't know what movie is in there. So what if in crystalline structures or encoded in DNA, because now we can use both of those to store data also, what if we don't quite have the things to read those to bring out the information? Yeah. I don't know. That's You're good. asking the wrong guy. No, I love that question though. That makes you go, man. What if? But yeah, back the the motherboard. Well, my original question was, I said, what are, how does light travel for eons? Yeah. And uh, doesn't lose its. Never lose momentum? Yeah, it's momentum. That's the word I was looking for. Maybe light is the source. Like I say, a lot of stars we, we're seeing the light from. The Like some of them, it's, they're probably not there anymore. They were, we're still getting the light from them, but yeah, we might get, they might have blown up and uh, millions of years ago, and we're still getting the light. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's how far away the shit is. Well, how the hell does a light beam go that far? That's a ninth century. You said you can flip the light switch on the moon, and about three seconds later, you see it down here. Or up here, wherever, wherever the fuck we are. Nice and bright. Well, that's because the sun, two and a half or whatever it is, million, huh? millions of miles, I forget how far away it is now. Yeah. It's putting out enough light that we can, it's hitting the moon and we can see it. Say that. Cost you two million bucks to go to space. <laughs> <laughs> they said it only lasts about uh, 20 minutes. Change your life. Oh. Yeah, he was when he. Yeah, I showed him on TV, and he was he was grinning from ear to ear, man. He he couldn't even talk. He was like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say a lot of things that I it just ain't coming out of my mouth. Yep. You become stunned. He said, I don't know what, I don't, I know what I want to say, but it ain't coming out. Wayne Dyer talked about uh, there's quite a few astronauts, dudes that were part of the early space programs that went through it all. They were like scientists and total left brain kind of guys, like down to you know like 
down to earth, not into the metaphysical, spiritual aspects of things. And they went to space, and when they came back, they got out of that, and they totally became spiritual people. And their, their whole lives were like dedicated to talking about the spiritual nature of space travel and how it affects, <laughs> you know, how it changes the way you look at you look at things. The spiritual implications, is what he said, of space travel. And how you well, like on Star Trek, something weird happens. They had this little thing that when they were walking the around. Tricorder. Yeah, it would analyze shit. Yep. While they're walking around, warn them about things they need to be, you know, mm-hmm. warn them about stuff. Yeah, they get on the surface. The funny thing is, they never, that, blah, blah, blah. they never had spacesuits. They pop onto a new planet and they go, all right, the oxygen levels are good and we're fine. <laughs> they pull out the tricorder. That's the only way they can explain walking around without a helmet on. They'd be like, the density of this rock it's structure it's, it's shows more that there's. Yeah. That they don't have to wear helmets everywhere they go. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> and I like that. I like that part. They kept it really personable. And everybody speaks English, every planet, <laughs> or every race. And they never really say how. Like, there's one movie, The uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where the guy. He's just like a normal British dude. Starts out, he's like having tea in the morning or whatever, and he's like struggling, you know, with life or whatever, and he's brushing his teeth, and then he's reading the paper, and he comes outside, and there's this uh, construction crew that's like all pulled up with like tin bulldozers and a whole bunch of crew and, you know, all this stuff, and he comes out, and he's like, what's going on out here? Like, holy crap. And they're like, we're... We're scheduled to demolish your house. We're going to make a a bypass right through here. And he's like, what? You can't do that. And they're like, it's been on the posting board at the city hall for two years. And he's like, what? He's like, I never went to this. (laughs) And so his, his friend, this weird friend of his shows up with a shopping cart literally full of beer. And he offers it to all the workers and stuff and says, come on, Arthur, let's go down to the pub. You know, think about this for a bit. And he, tell, he tells Arthur the Earth's going to be destroyed and that the Intergalactic Federation or whatever has had a thing on the, at their you know, office for Earth to know for the last 300,000 years or something because they're going to make an intergalactic bypass. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. And so, anyway, he takes him on board of this alien ship to save him before the planet gets destroyed. And he's hearing all these weird, like, sounds. And then his friend is like, no, they're just talking here. And he gives him this thing to hear the voices. And it's like this little, like, slug thing that goes in your ear. And then it converts sounds to, like, it makes it to where you can understand different languages. Wow. And he was like, no, no, I can't do it. Eventually he does it. And then he can understand it. It's like a universal translator to where it translates all different species languages, even like cats and dogs and things, to where you would understand it in your own language. <laughs> that would be a scary thought. Yeah. But so he, that's, it's funny how Star Trek never has that kind of explanation for how they always communicate with everybody in English. But I love the next generations. Mm. Watch it over and over and over. The philosophical points are so powerful. Especially like the first contact stories where they like are trying to not interfere or become noticed by civilizations that they're observing. And then, like, when certain civilizations get to a point of growth, then they kind of, like, make first contact, and they're like, well, here, we're here, we want you to know that we're here, we want you to know that these are things you should be careful about. (laughs) Those are fascinating episodes.
dirt bike I think we got has flat tires. And I'm trying to figure out like why we got them. You need to go to the park. <coughs> you don't have a scooter, do you? There's four of them there. I hope we got one. You just have to be able to put your phone in your pocket and make sure it doesn't fly out. Yeah. Because you got to hold on to that. So make sure when you're going that your pocket isn't jumbling to where the phone's going to fly out. That happened to me at the park and my phone got lost in the bush. Yeah, you got to be careful. No, someone stole my phone out of the bush. And then because my mom... Well, it didn't get in the bush by itself. Well, yeah, and then the next day later, apparently someone found it in a puddle. By the slide, and I did not drop it by the slide. I was never near the slide. Wow. Uh, <coughs> What's up, bud? Grab your phone, Nick. Uh, your phone on? Is your phone on? Yep. Yep. What? Goddamn. You're good. Oh, you got your phones on. <laughs> That's funny. I still can't figure out why these two guys fucking weird ass trees, pear shaped trees in the front yard. I can't figure that out. Well, I don't think they put them there. I think they came that no, way. They planted them, both them guys. Really? They were buddy buddies back then. You don't remember, brother. But they were like out here talking all the time, every day, talking and laughing. I can't think either one of those guys is actually that funny, so I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't figure out what the fuck they were laughing about all the time. I'm probably talking about me. <clears throat> That's getting chilly out here. I've been cold this year. Yeah. All day I've been like cold. Yeah, it's getting chilly. I now. don't know why, I just. <laughs> I'm gonna pull down the garage. My dad said these CDs are not making me. Mom talked to him too. My mom was involved there. Certificate mom of deposit that makes interest. It's yeah, I mean, mom had Chase. Mom pin, pinched money and saved shit and everything. The whole her smartest whole life. dad just gave her a certain money. amount of money every month to run the household. Mm -hmm. She just got a paycheck every month, and that was it. Dad said, I don't want you involved in my business, so what I'm going to do is let, I'll pay you 600 bucks a month. You'll get all that money anytime. And if you want a couple hundred here and there, just ask me for it, no problem. So anyway, Dad made sure Mom had her own money. And you know what? Mom, we found out Mom had uh, $800,000, $900,000 in investments. How is that possible? Over 50 years. That's incredible. Uh, so I'm like... That just happens. Fidelity Mutual, you see it advertised on TV. <laughs> investment company, you know. Uh, they guarantee you, pretty much guarantee you about a 5 or 6 percent. Sometimes it goes up to 15. It just depends on the economy. But the thing is, anyway, they had that. Mom says, look, what the hell? She says, uh, she, I understand. Tony heard Mom talking to Dad one time. Uh, she said, what the hell are we doing? We're getting 2 percent or one and a half percent on our CDs. Yeah. Okay, in the freaking bank that we've had in there for like 30 years. From back when 30 years ago was six We're not getting any money there. And she said, if we buy this house, give John, the, don't buy the house, just give John the down payment. Just give him the down payment, okay? We will own the house. Anyway, they started out, this went on for two years. They, Dad bought the house. He said, here's the deal. I'm going to buy the house and rent it to you, and then you will pay me this every month. You read up the contract. Got in the yeah, room. I remember. You pay me this, and you're paying me instead of Robert. And he said, uh, what the hell else? Have paper uh, receipts and notes. And then uh, uh, about a year or two, three years later, I think, this all went on in about three or four years. Yeah, I was paying dad every month. See, well, I was, was no a young problem. I, I got. Well, I was a young man. I got a stack of checks in there, like that. Bank checks. I went to the bank and I had a carbon yeah. copy of the yep. bank check every fucking month that I lived in this house. If anybody wanted to know, I don't have to show them any piece of paper. I got the fucking checks. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
Here's a damn check. They're on record. Point is, is uh, I paid that every month. And then we got to the point where Robert wanted to sell the house. Mm -hmm. The landlord, the owner. Robert said, you got to move uh, next month, you know. What? And it was like, yeah. It was like, we're That's selling. emotional. We're, I, had, I had like a week's notice and they said realtors were going to start bringing people over to look at the house. And you got kids living here. Yeah, I had all our life is going on here and he was supposed to give me, I said, I need, really? at, least, I said, I need at least a couple months heads up if you're wanting to sell the house. Yeah. Give me time to move. Good and he said, job. no problem, no problem. Powerful I, move. Well, he lied. Anyway. He um, lied anyways. So uh, what was I doing at that time? I don't know. You were working at King Supers, probably. Was I? Holy yeah. shit. Anyway, uh, I had no idea. That's so, so intense. All of a sudden that came up and uh, I was talking to mom about it. I said, well, I, I'm, looking for place, I'm looking for houses over here to rent. And mom said, well, what for? What are you looking for? You got one. And I'm going, Robert's selling the house, blah, blah, blah. I said, I got to I said, I'm kind of looking around for something else. I said, I don't want to move back down to the city. So anyway, uh, that was all happening. And I said, okay, I'm, I can deal with it. I was retired anyway. Nice. I can Powerful mindset. I can do shit during the day. I can go do whatever I got to do. Powerful mindset. And the point is, is uh, nothing, my income ain't going to change. It's kind of like, I'll just find another place. And See, it. that's the mindset you need and to have I don't need to worry about today. credit. I don't have to, have to worry. When I go rent something, I said, I got no proof of credit when I'm renting from from somebody because they don't report yeah. to the credit bureau. Yeah. So that's why I kept all them fucking checks because when I went to the bank lady the first time I told you about when we went over here when I was buying a house, she said, you don't have any credit. And I had a stack. I took my stack this deep of like five years of house payments <coughs> and they're going what the, the dates on there the dates on the check who it went to i said this is proof of my credit worthiness mm -hmm. that's bank checks with serial numbers and shit dates on them where it's like going. what it used to be i wrote on the bottom of every check rent for 5475 rusty anyway so i did that when i was with mom and dad mom and dad got together dad i'm almost done here dad and mom got together and they uh, uh, come up to me and said, what, what we'll do is, Dad says, I ain't going to live a whole lot longer. I mean, you know, he says, I'm, you know, we're at the, anyway. And he said, you guys are all going to get quite a bit of money when we, me and Mom leave. Anyway. Um, and you're like, what the hell? You're like, okay. what like, I wanted to hear. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to hear that. I'm trying to figure this out. Anyway, Dad <laughs> said, well, what I want to do is, he said, I will Close. sell a house to you. I, what I'll do, I'll give you, you got, we went and did a, a credit application, you know, and the, the lady looked at my check stub and my payments, and mm -hmm. she got it to actually work. She said, I, you got, she, uh, that was back. She says, you're good. That was back when I got my first credit card. Awesome. And uh, I had paid every one of my bills uh, That's why you keep on time and more it. money than what I owed them. That's why you keep telling me you get a damn credit so card. So I had, uh, I had a 600, and I had like a 700 credit rating, which is pretty good, average, above average. Yep. And uh, anyway, the lady knew some loan people, and she got Adams Bank up here. She worked at Adams Bank up at Safeway, and that's where Dad had his CDs in there, see? So dad worked it out with them. So he said, I'm going to give him, I can give him uh, tax-free uh, one time. They allow you to, when you're, anyway, they allow you to tax-free loan family members or something money. So anyway. He had huge value certificates of deposit. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, of he had 250000 there, 400000 I don't know, something. He, that's, that's how Shandy got her car loan one time. He co-signed for her car loan. He put one of his CDs in collateral over at the bank <laughs> and got Shandy a car loan for a brand new car, the Malibu. He got her co-signed for Shandy's loan over at the bank over there, and he got her, because they had his CDs, he got her a car loan for about 2%. He got her this beautiful car. 2%. That she used for how many years? 
uh, a year and a half or something. And it's sitting out here in the driveway right now. We used it earlier to drive. Yeah. It's a long way back. loan off early because she only had like one or two percent loan on their car loans. And that's a hell of a car loan. Nine, twelve percent, you know. So anyway. Wow. So dad, and she paid it off. Anyway, dad said, look, I'm going to, mom decided that we ought to just go ahead and sell you the house. We'll just give you the down payment. But he said, we're not giving you the down payment. When, when, you, when he sold the house to me for what he paid for it and the fucking house, <laughs> this is three years later, right? The house is <laughs> worth 300 and Yes. Three hundred fifty thousand, and Dad would only pay two twenty. Okay, so <laughs> during that short period of time, it's it doubled almost. There was a hundred thousand dollars profit made there, and yes. there way more than what he would have got, you know. Yes. In with the CDs, but. and the CDs have dropped so the, a percent. Then what happened was uh, he said, "Okay, I'm going to give you the money, to down payment. That's the only thing you're missing here. You got good credit, so I'm giving you, I'm giving you the down payment." Okay, and then you, uh, he made a separate loan to me for the down payment. So I, I paid Dad uh, yes. $250 a month, I think. And Dad says, I'm making back my interest that I would have made on a CD. See? <laughs> he says, I'm, make, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay on that. You get your house, uh, blah, 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 and everything, everything works fine. He was like Da Vinci. So I paid the house payment to Adams Bank every month, and then every month on about the same day, I paid Dad uh, 250 bucks. I got a bank check every yeah, fucking time I, I did that and handed them to him. I remember. I don't know how you remember that. The only 1%. So anyway. I remember 1% of that going on. I ended up with this house out of fucking nowhere. You know, it's just like, okay. Uh, a lot going on there. I know. There's a lot of business shit. How do you know? Going on there, uh, m making these transactions. There's and a lot of knowledge. The first fucking thing all goes back. The knowledge down. of ability. Credit. Well, and all the, that shit no, goes no, back I, down the funnel into one thing: your credit worthiness. Well, and it also went back down to the CD, the ability to make a large certificate of deposit. Yeah. That had a large return over time. Well, Dad and Mom was living off their interest they were making on their investments. That then came back well, to... They had plenty of money. Yeah. Like, investments. Load me up. They had plenty of money because... But that was 30 years of their life. Investments okay. is where it's at. And nobody... I think in their school... That was 30 years of their life, Chase. They're 40, Whatever. 50 maybe where they had been putting money in. My uncle left my mom some money. Whoever taught them about investing and, you know, like, it ain't that hard. You just gotta look at it separately. You don't try to look at the big picture all at one time. Well, and people kind of, it's all with the times. So like, a little silver thing up there in cabinet. So they happen to flow perfectly with the times. Like right now, it's all switching well, into cryptocurrencies and was the 30 years. 40% of their damn life was out here. And yeah, so they have moved to... out here because I came here. Then Tony came out to visit. And then she said, I'm coming out there. I love that place. Yes. Tony moved out here. Beautiful she went through a divorce. Uh, you know, back home and didn't know what to do with Jennifer, a young child. She moved out here. Out she got a job working at the insurance there. company. And she ended up being the secretary of the president. Yep. Okay. Uh, second in command in uh, the, uh, the uh, what's the name of the company? Anyway, they took care of uh, all the uh, pension, yes. pension plans with mm. all the union companies around town. Union companies. They were the union company insurance people, and they had a lot going on. Uh, anyway, so, so that's how I ended up getting the house. And when I sat back after all that shit, and I'm going, I know, it's like, what? Dad says, you know, he says, you're going to get this money anyway someday, and I just got it in these CDs, and it's like, I'll just, it's like how the money I got in the CDs, I just put into property, that when he sells the property, he's going to get paid back, and Dad got paid back with interest, believe me. 
still, you still own the property. I've looked through right? those papers and I, I, Dad's got everything he ever spent on this house. Yeah. Like, they bought fertilizer and shit. And he said, Dad, I, Dad says, I don't want you buying that shit. Uh, let me buy it and I'll put it on my taxes. That's what Shan said. Put it on my taxes. When we were at dinner, dinner taxes. she said, I don't want to. I don't want you to pay for dinner. I'm buying it and putting it on our business taxes. That money you spend on things like that, the government automatically allows you uh, <laughs> a few, whatever percent, a few thousand dollars. To do to, that. To allow you, well, you pay in taxes anyway. What they do is the money you pay in taxes as the month, years going along, the government gives you back. I wish I knew how to do If this. you have those write-offs, the government will give you, a, you'll get a $5,000 check back in the mail. You know, every year. Well, that's not a bad deal. And it's funny how it's accidental. Like, Shannon didn't like... It's not really an accident. Austin's a smart businessman, I'm mm -hmm. telling you. Yeah. I, I've talked to him about things, and I know he's pretty tricky about it. But she he, didn't... He's a hard worker, too. That's two things going in his favor. She didn't purposely go out to figure out, how can I do this? Which is what I'm doing. She learned from him. Yeah, she, she's just living life. <laughs> She's living her life and doing it the best that she can, and all of a sudden this happens, this knowledge, and this understanding. Austin got that from his dad, and dad's a good businessman. And, and I'm like... He's running a pot farm out there. I'm like, it's fucking amazing. He's got greenhouses full of fucking pot. How there's people that don't know, Here. like my previous, you know, many... Many people I've been around in the past. Austin Dad's real. He's really go-giver. I don't know. Like work, working at King Supers and Walmart, I've been around a lot of employees who they they, they don't even have like the slight. They've never even heard anybody say any of this stuff. And they're like, they just live in the, you know, it's like paycheck to make the rent or whatever it is. Or, <laughs> But it just it amazes me that then there's also accidentally you gotta be open-minded. Yeah, ac accidentally there's all these people that are like, no, wait, let me cover it. <laughs> they they figured out the system. What I it's a, what I will tell you is that it's just whether it's a matter of math. House. You gotta be good at math. And yeah, really work the math problems out on legal pads. No, Margaret. <coughs> I got to be able to add, subtract, and multiply. It really ain't no big deal. My legal pads are filled with metaphysical notes. <laughs> well, maybe someday uh, that'll make well, a book. What you ought to do is just go get another stack of legal pads and put them in the closet. Yep. Once in a while, pull them out and look and see what he was thinking about there. Oh, put dates. Put a date on the top yeah, there so you know what date idea. you're thinking those thoughts. It's a great idea. <laughs> you can look back and think, wow. You don't want to think, well, how, where, where, where was I at when I did this? Put a date on it. <laughs> it's literally 340. It's not even 4 o'clock. Don't put anything weird on there because the cops will use it against you. <laughs> it's not even 4 o'clock yet. It feels like 7. So all of that shit, boy, you can learn that yourself real simple. But you got to be open-minded. Because that world is different. The business world is not the circle of the spirit. It's completely off of that. It's the opposite. I think that's where it's just not there. I think that's where my problem is. Is I my whole my spirit or my soul or my path or whatever is it's not quite aligned with the materialism. Is what I just said. I don't want to take, what I just said is it, it's circle. not the spirit circle that Wayne Dyer talked about. Yeah. Okay. It's not there. It may be over here right next to it, but this is business circle and this is separate. When you try to mix them together, they're like different poles of a magnet. Yes. That's what I'm dealing they with. They both have their own power. If you put them together, they repel. And it confuses and it repels. And yes, so that's what I'm dealing with in my mind in my life. Is I'm having this wanting to sell paintings and wanting to paint paintings. We're trying to, to live paintings. in between the two. And but then I want to be spiritual about <laughs> it. And I want to do it in the right way for the service of the good of all creation. And it's this confusing, re repelling that you're talking about, the difference between the two, the polarity. There's a few of those super rich guys like Branson. I think I've heard him talk 
quite That's a few. And he come from being poor. He was not rich and given money. And he made it all himself. <coughs> Seems to me. And he's secret. dyslexic or something. Whatever that is, where you you kind of forget about shit yes. really for a little bit. Can't read words <laughs> and letters the right way. Anyway, uh, so he says I battled with that my whole life. Uh, or you'd be talking about something and then forget and drift off into something else. That's what I do. <laughs> well, that's very common. Don't, don't. Yeah, we're gonna do it now. <laughs> that's very common. Don't even think about that. But <laughs> don't think about it. Don't now you just know how I got in this house <laughs> and uh, why I worry about somebody shooting a hole in my fucking fence. Ah, that's what it goes back to. I love it. <coughs> I think the most emotional part was the when you're riding in the car and you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna have four hundred thousand dollars or whatever it was <coughs> I didn't have a down payment. Yeah. I started thinking, I said, There's no sense going any further with this stuff, really. Uh I yeah, knew I so much. <coughs> I knew I had good credit, I didn't realize they raised it. And we're sitting here now. <coughs> And it all took care of itself. Yeah, okay. your your grandma and grandpa were fantastic. Yeah, ability and knowledge. They went through some hard ass times. World War Three, World War Two. The and, hope is in between World War One and World War Two, mom and dad was growing up. And the hope is I'm hoping it passes down genetically. So I'm hoping in our DNA, like me and you, and if I ever have kids, or you know, Fallon's kids or whatever, that our, our genetics kind of operate this knowledge. You know why Jewish people usually got more money? Because they keep shit in the family. Like, yeah. if the father owns a furniture store, Nepotism. you're gonna work in the furniture store, <laughs> And become the owner of the furniture store. That'll be your life project. Uh -huh. And in that process, you will be lots of cash, <coughs> and you will do better than your father. And that's kind of like, it's kind of like what people want. That's why they're so. Uh, and I thank you for my past. It's kind of like you want kids to be better. I've been an extremely experimental. Shoot, I skateboarded and roller skated and. Did all kinds of crazy, you know, it's like, try whatever you want, type of thing. Yeah. Don't be afraid to try something outlandish. And it, but I, all the time there was uh, church, Awanas, and, you know, you got to go to school and you got to do Well, you can ask Robert work. sometime when you're talking to him. Uh, whatever got him into that business he was in, you'll find out it was just a weird fluke of yes. being someplace at the right time. Yep. You didn't. He was scared. Didn't really know your ass from holding the ground. And but you know what? He learned. <coughs> he learned good. Hang down there. Huh? I I don't know. I've been out here for about an hour. Huh. I haven't seen him really. <coughs> Kind of thinking that uh, with also the structure, 
I'm going to redo my house loan, get an equity line of credit. It's not really a loan, it's just uh, kind of a loan if you want to use it. <coughs> cash on the side if you ever need an emergency, you know, <coughs> 2%, get about 2% loan, if you, you only pay, uh, that's a different deal, but you only pay 2% on the money if you have whatever money you use, and for five years all you have to do is pay the interest, you don't have to pay the loan payment. Yeah. And she said what you do is you uh, just refinance it, you know before your loan runs out. Anyway, it's uh, kind of like you got a loan, you ain't paying nothing for it. There's no, you don't pay any money at all, not even interest, because you ain't using the money. It's just, if you ever need to, you got a loan for five years automatic, you just go down and uh, get a check out of the bank. Yeah. Everything's automatic, you know, at that point. Just money there if you need it. And you only pay 2%, 2 or 3%, which is super cheap. You need 10,000 bucks to like repair the yard and shit. Uh, wouldn't even have a $50 payment on that. Water. <laughs> Oh no, there's plenty. But uh, there's definitely more than ten in there. The bush. <coughs> Don't have them around. Just that's pretty cheap, really. What I paid for them over Murphy's. Mm -hmm. I, I can't remember. Uh, ten bucks. Eleven. What was that? An eighteen pack or? Eleven thirty-nine or something. I don't know what that package was. Yeah. About the same price as Bush. <laughs> so, something different, you know. Mm hmm. Powerful. The different. <laughs> All the way from CDs well, see, to the different price of Bush. Mom and Dad. Mom, Tony said Mom was. She was all over Dad telling him we need to do something good with our investment here. We're not getting paid for it. It's kind of like. What are we doing? We're sitting in the bank doing nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the value of this house going up uh, $700 a month. Believe it or not. It's looking. We started out, this house was 220000 Okay. It's worth close to five now. Mm hmm. Six years. Yeah. It went up a uh, hundred, what, two twenty, and let's just say four twenty is two hundred thousand. So <clears throat> I'd say uh, two hundred and sixty thousand bucks in five, six years. Yeah, the price of the house, selling it, that call it profit if you want. Mm-hmm. You have to turn right around and take that money you had and buy another property, otherwise the government will tax you on it. <laughs> you only got like uh, three months, you got to, they'll tax you that money as income. So you end up giving about 30% of that money back mm. to the government for taxes if you don't buy a house or property. Yeah. If you buy a property, they don't tax you that way. So it's called investment taxes. Uh, or, uh, uh, Something uh, like that. Capital gains. <laughs> capital gains. That's on Monopoly. <laughs> when you're playing Monopoly, it's like capital gains tags or something. Okay, that means profit. Yeah. 
So they call it capital because the capital. You only have to pay a certain. The capital is going to tax you if you don't get it back in the system. Capital gains <laughs> taxes because you didn't buy a property soon enough. They really do that. The government does that because they don't want people like these super wealthy people. They don't want them having buildings full of fucking gold and <laughs> fucking uh, $100 bills and shit, you know, just stacked to the ceiling. <laughs> Keep, they got the cash, they don't put it in the system. The system don't work very good. Yes. Then when they take all that cash and throw it back in there in the bank, they get all fucked up and wonder what's happening. <laughs> That's awesome. Throws off stock market and shit. Yeah. People do that. They throw the stock market off it on purpose. These big conglomerates of people that are super rich, mm -hmm. they go, well, look, if there's this stock over here, these companies, of one stock is like may own six companies. Anyway, they find out what the good ones are, and they said, these guys, if we put five million or ten million over here all at once. Billion. Yeah. <coughs> We can like make lots of profit there in a, in a week, mm -hmm. and then cash out. <clears throat> but as soon as people see stock go up on the charts, and they keep going up for a day or two, daily investors want to throw their money in there because they see that going up. And it's and happening as soon with as it crypto. starts going down, they pull their shit out. It's happening with cryptocurrencies like so crazy. It's like, uh, it's, it's like really a game you got to stay looking at the TV screen about every minute of the damn day. When I had a couple hundred bucks in Bitcoin, it went, it like, it went up like 40% and I had a good thing going on. It went down negative past that really intense. Just leave it in there. And over time, yeah, it was good. Once I finally had to pull it all out, I was like, all right, that worked well. That was a good <laughs> But the changes... Might be the way of the future, but we don't know yet. If somebody were to be able to put $100,000 in, and then it went up 40% and pull out, and then put back in at the right time and back out at the right time... See, the stock market, they yeah. got laws. You can only put so much money in at one time, and... Uh, when things start going up, you can't pull it all out. Uh, you yep. can only pull part of it out at a time. It gives the market time yeah, to adjust. Yeah, cryptos are... It gives the, the market opposite. time to adjust to the shock of it. Yep. So it's no deceivious activities. There's not all of a sudden someone pulls it out of, all of it. <laughs> kind of not eliminates it, but keeps good control of people being, doing deceivious deals. There was a time back in... Because you could crash a world May. stock market by just fucking doing the shit at the right time. Yeah, there was a time back in May, every single cryptocurrency, I don't know if it was May or... And I know nothing about it really compared to what something... Every single cryptocurrency went down at the same level. So I went on to Coinbase one day and Makes was you like, wonder if the owners of all that ain't talking to each other. Exactly. And I went down, I went on to Coinbase that it was about a year or so ago or whatever. But and it was like Bitcoin, Ethereum and all the every other one, even the lower ones, had this spike and then a huge drop. And it was all on the same day. And it was all the same ones at the same time. They all probably got together and said, what can we do now though? And I was like, holy cow. You get more buyers, you lower the price of everything, and then yep. buyers will buy more shit, and the stock goes back up. It was incredible. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't like getting into stock markets too much. Yeah. But I, I agree. Fidelity Mutual, uh, company like you can put your money in there and leave it for a year. And you'll see some cash come back, or they'll add it to your. What they'll do is once you have a year's worth of stuff built up, if you want to keep things the same, you you have the right to add your profits into your investment, or do you want to put it in a separate checking account? Well, you do. They'll send you checks in the mail, and you just write a check from that bank account anytime you want. <coughs> Mm. You guys, if you, the guy could put a hundred dollars a month, and I've said this a million times, uh, they did that, the union made you do that. 
Put a certain amount away and save it and invest it. It's called a, we call it a Christmas fund or a vacation fund. Yes. Uh, I think we have both at one time. That's a good idea. Add but some kind of nice title like, to it. They took like six or eight dollars a week out of your paycheck and that went into your Christmas fund. And then what it ended up to be, uh, about 1200 bucks <laughs> at the end of the year, like that, they would make the check payable in September. Yep. You automatically had them funds available at so-and-so bank. Okay, so that gave you 1200 bucks to buy a Christmas present and shit, you know? And you're like, wow, that's what I needed. And didn't even really notice the six or eight dollars yep. a week off my check. That's what I needed. <clears throat> I got to do that. Savings. Saving. And, uh, then there was a regular pension fund. Uh, one was a vacation fund, one was a Christmas fund. They did the same kind of thing pretty much with your vacation fund, only they took 15 bucks a week to out of your check. See, I think everybody could do that to themselves. It was like 25 bucks a week you put in a savings account. Mm-hmm. And we went to separate places for each different thing. Yeah. And everybody could do that to themselves, but for some well, reason we don't. Your vacation fund just stayed in there if you didn't ever use it. Like, uh, you know, it just grew interest. Uh, it was like a savings account. <clears throat> Most people drained it every year. You know, it was like you went in there and took the shit out and went and bought something. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or something. Exactly. Up to about $2,500 or $2,600. Hmm. Huh. Or, if you want to get 2500 bucks on an average good vacation in Mexico, <laughs> uh, was $1,500. Mm -hmm. Hotel room for four days or five days. And believe me, when you're in Mexico for five days, you're ready to go home. I can't imagine being there a week in a hotel and get bored with it. Yep. It's good to have a few days though. We were, me and mom went twice down there. Cancun. Fucking hotel looked like a Roman fucking palace. <laughs> they had pillars and shit out there on the back of the, I call it a deck, but way yeah. up on a hill a little bit. Went out around like this, and the swimming pool weaved around in trees and shit. And, uh, middle of the damn pool, they had a like a tile. It was tile finish everywhere. They had all a little island out there, kind of oval shaped out in the middle of the pool, kidney shaped like, mm -hmm. enough for 15, 20 people. Out in the middle of the pool, and it was like this deep in water. The water on top of the island was below the water level. Hmm. So you could get up on that and lay in the water. Yeah. And get a suntan. You ain't floating around though. You're just laying on that warm fucking. Wow. In the water, but it was so cool. And when you pull over and look, all you see was a fucking the ocean coming in. The color of that water bottle package. <laughs> that, that fucking water was so clear coming in on the beach and the beach was white as hell so that blue water coming in and the white beach and the fucking really blue sky mm -hmm. the, uh, the sky is so blue down you can't tell when you look out in the water you can't tell where the water ends and it's the sky fucking crazy seeing a big ass cruise ship out there sitting offshore them fuckers were huge mongers. Um, that, that was Cancun, and that was uh, uh, next to the Mediterranean, I think, the clearest water in the world. <clears throat> then you go underwater with a swimming mass there, and you get away from the beach a little bit where the sand's turbulent. Yeah. You get out there in the water, and fuck, you can see like length of a football field underwater. You see all these fish out there swimming around and shit. You're like, whoa. And the water gets darker blue and it gets deeper, you know. But so fucking clear. Uh, you see fish swimming around out there that are bigger than you. 
like some barracudas and shit. Sharks out there too, like fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, yep, that area there is notorious for having a lot of sharks. There's a lot of reefs there, see, the coral reefs and the little small fish hanging around in there. That's some sharks scarf up on there. Fucking sharks are goddamn. I can't see a good reason to even have them son of bitches on the earth. <laughs> can't figure out what good they are themselves. Whales are a different thing. They're like smart. Yes. That's an sharks interesting subject. I'm eating your ass now. That's all the fuck they are. I'm gonna eat you right fucking now. <laughs> um, crap. I'm ready for some music. Turn on the radio and see what the channel's doing. Mm-hmm. All right, you got food? Almost. Here's your so. And it, he said instead of just normal UV rays, now it's starting to emit UVC. And it's it's going from it that used sound good. it used to be more of a yellow <laughs> yellowish sun and it's getting more and more white. I found that interesting. I was like, huh. He goes back in the '60s and stuff. You could sit on the you could sit on the beach and you know you you didn't really even worry about getting a sunburn. But then into the 90s and 2000s. Well, you always worry about sunburn when you're on the beach. It started getting worse, I guess. That's where it's the hottest. But. <laughs> like a desert. It was such a brilliant talk. I was like, wow. The sunlight hits the sand and bounces off and gives you a, you know, double whammy. <laughs> Burns you from the bottom and the top. Let's see what UVC rays are. I don't know. I don't think I want to know. It's the highest energy portion of the UV spectrum. It says here, this was from last year from FDA.gov. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, we know not to trust that source. It's blocked. It says it's blocked by the ozone layer in the atmosphere. So... Artificials doesn't get. Man, that tickled my throat. Hmm, that's fascinating. But so the 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 simple way he described it was like, it's it's like it's. You could still have what we're having now, cool temperatures or whatever. Like, you can get to 17 degrees. But when you feel the sun rays, they're yeah. more warming and intense than they used to be. You burning your damn skin. So, like, right now, you know, it's it's like 50 or something out. But I feel nice and warm sitting here in the sun. I feel like 70 or well, 80. We're blessed to have this time of the year to have this. Uh, this kind of weather. Yeah, that's the best way to think of it. I don't know where else you could be. Uh, more southern than near the ocean. Mm-hmm. That was what the Zuni elder said. Rex. Be the only way you could live would be better than this. Rex was interviewing the Zuni <laughs> elder just recently. He spent some time with him down there in, uh, on the Zuni Nation land. But the thing is, too, it's fucking hot down there now. It's been like. Yeah, he said what you said. He said, I'm so happy to have such beautiful weather this time of the year. He goes, This is incredible. And it I was is. like, All right, that's great to hear from yeah. <laughs> someone you think would be, you know, concerned about the changes, but no. This is beautiful. Every time to throw some fertilizer down. I hate to say that, but there's no wind blowing at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was smelly. It's supposed to be warmer tomorrow, I think. <clears throat>
showed a bunch of snow. It's just going right around us. I did. And it's so building up to Christmas. The, the jet stream is up north in Canada, you know? Yeah. Uh, and we're just like, it ain't come down. Usually it comes further down through Wyoming, you know, which is just north of us. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that's the kind of normal curve we get. Can you imagine people living that up there like... I haven't looked at the jet stream in a long time. That would be cold as fuck up there all the time, wouldn't it? Even in the summer, it would be cool, I think. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't live there, but... Man, I got a bug. Shit. Now I feel kind of stupid. Earth.noschool.net is an interesting site. It gives you instantaneous models. Wonder what the uh, look up what's in the weather weatherizer weatherizer uh, lawn food. Remember this site? No, what was it? Can't see. Ah, uh, dang! It's reflecting. It is. It's too reflective. Uh, yeah, but you could. I don't remember the site. No, you could pull up, and it shows all the air patterns. What is that? I don't remember. I got that on my phone. Well, it's just a website, earth.noschool.net. No, I don't think I have that. Let's see. I wanted to. It would have been cool to see meteors flying through the air and make it, wouldn't that spook you out? What if they started getting real close to the ground? That surface. And they were like breaking the sound barrier like a couple hundred feet off the ground. Like that one in Russia. Blew everybody's windows out. Boy, they hosted that up really good. That was like a major disaster. And uh, they never, <clears throat> they, they said, oh no, we just had a few broken windows. <laughs> Here we go. See, now we can get a, literally a live model, pretty much, of the jet stream right now. Check it out. Yeah. Where is it about? Canada border? Yeah. Me and you are like right where the green circle is. Uh, Look at that. There's even a little split. Yeah, we're... We're in between. We're shit. like right up here. We're in between the stuff. And look at that. There's this little split. This is a hot air thing coming from the Gulf, and this is the cold air coming from the north. And this shit's mixing right here about in Nebraska, mm -hmm. and it's making waves of tornadoes and shit going across the country. Yeah, look. I'll zoom in on that. They said they had 160-some right tornadoes. Right here. Where wow. this one comes together with this system. Is that now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the other day it was all red and orange and shit <clears throat> on the weather map. Well, those are different. This is just reading the air. Um, What's the temperature over there, Katie? Fucking 60 or 55? I don't want to freeze that plant out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just below 60 over there. Uh, on the wall. He's okay, because that's a winter plant anyway, or a fall plant. They keep their flowers for a long time, obviously. <clears throat> I hope one of these, I want to take it inside, because one of these days I'm afraid I'm going to leave it out and forget about it. It'll freeze. Uh, uh. Hell yeah. That's a good buzz. Mm-hmm. I had half a dozen little things. I had to write them down on a list. Uh, like, I need some meals for them. Uh, uh, Listerine, you know, soap. I had bath soap and shit like that. I had to, had to write all that down because uh, when I get to the store, if I don't have to grab them, I'm going to forget about a couple of them. <clears throat> you know, one thing, price has really gone up in that store. Uh, what used to be a dollar is like a dollar forty to dollar fifty. <clears throat> it's 
quite an increase. Hmm. So if you spend a hundred bucks in there, uh, normally you're now spending about a hundred and forty-five. <laughs> what gets me pissed off mm -hmm. is uh, business people should know that all this stuff keeps going up year after year and people's wages don't. <clears throat> That's why you gotta have unions around. You know, we flat out bargain with the companies. It's like, okay, uh, if we just take a moderate raise this year the cost of living went up like two percent or three that's all that we asked for for a raise mm -hmm. and that usually is what was the starting point i think <clears throat>